Welcome back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I am your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today, I'm talking through how we develop our young strength coaches from summer interns to coaching assistants to graduate assistants. I say it several times during this episode, but I think our system is awesome. It's not perfect, but it's much better than the typical year and a half GA position that you often see. Oftentimes, I do hear that the three to four years a young strength coach might stay in our program is too long, but I completely disagree. I believe it's necessary for them to truly and intentionally prioritize their development. And I understand it might not be feasible for everyone or every program, but it works great for us here at Kentucky. Like always, I hope you enjoy my conversation. Ever since I have been at Kentucky, we have had a unique and intentional way of onboarding our young strength coaches. And in this episode, I want to talk through that developmental system of our young coaches. I'll probably say this several times, but I do believe our system is superior to any other program out there, and especially to the typical GA route where a person is on staff for a year and a half. But I digress. I, I, I'll get to that in a little bit. But the next thing I want to mention before moving forward is I believe that the way that we do things is necessary because when you are getting your formal education to be a strength coach, you are not actually taught how to be a good strength and conditioning coach. So when you're getting your bachelor's degree or your master's degree, you aren't taught how to create a training philosophy. You aren't taught how to lead yourself and others in a highly demanding field. You aren't taught about NCAA rules. You aren't taught about coaching angles and presence on the floor. And the list goes on and on and on and on. But during a young strength coach's time at Kentucky, we cover all of these things. So by the time their time at Kentucky is up, they are actually prepared to be a great strength and conditioning coach. First things first, let me start by breaking down each one of the positions we have for our young coaches. So the first thing, which is the foundation and where it all begins is our summer internship. As a full-time staff, we pour a lot of time and a lot of energy into making our summer internship special. We typically bring on six to eight coaches for the month of June and July, and they can receive credit towards a degree or practicum hours towards a certification. And while doing that, they are also learning the main tenets of our strength and conditioning program and a quick breakdown of what the curriculum looks like. So first thing is that they are learning our system. They are learning our master template. They are learning our terminology on top of basic programming skills like linear periodization, how to do a needs analysis, exercise selection, the relationship of volume and intensity and how to program for Olympic lifts, main strength movements, accessory circuits, while also learning how to program mobility series and warm-ups and any other thing you can think about doing before or after a lifting session with a team. We also dive in a lot into leadership and specifically how to lead yourself. The main resources we pull from are two books, the first one being True North and the second one being The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And we really just focus in on those first three habits during the summer. On top of all that, so the learning how to program, learning our templates, learning how to lead yourself, you obviously get some experience coaching on the floor. So working with the teams and the student athletes that we have on campus, 
So our interns are able to put into practice all the skills that we have taught them. So how to coach and teach the Olympic lifts. They also get the opportunity to lead warm-ups and other drills, but that's a solid breakdown of our summer internship. Now, if a person does a really good job as a summer intern, we might offer them one of our CA positions, and I'll dive into that right now. So first thing, is you CA, I might abbreviate it like that, which really comes down to our positions that we call our coaching assistants. So this is a position, it's a paid position that they get to work with our staff and our teams during the academic year. So August through April, our CAs are assigned to teams that they're going to be assisting with. Uh, they might even be in charge of one of the uh, subgroups of a team. And the example I'll give you is our baseball team. So Ryan DeVrent is our strength coach for our baseball team. He is implementing and designing the program that, you know, everybody's going through except the red shirt guys. So the red shirt players. Oftentimes, Coach D will delegate the programming and the implementation of that program to one of our coaching assistants. So that's an opportunity that one of our CAs might get. If we do think that one of our CAs is going to make a good candidate for a GA position, we're going to have that CA shadow our current GA for the year. And this is the reason we do that is so that they can gain a better understanding of how those teams are training. They get a better understanding of what their performance tests are for those student athletes. They can start developing relationships with those coaches, athletic trainers, and obviously the student athletes so that when the current GA graduates, they can step into that role with very little hiccups. On top of all of this, we're also very intentional with continuing their development. So we're still working on their leadership skills. We're reviewing and discussing books like Extreme Ownership, Energy Bus, Chop Wood, Carry Water, and then we end up finishing up Habits 4, 5, 6, and 7 of the 7 Habits book. Also, coaching on the floor, they're getting daily feedback from the full-time strength coaches that they're assisting with. And they're also going through a programming project, which is different than what they're doing during the summer. So during the academic year, our CAs are doing a programming project where they are programming both the off-season and the, and the in-season for a specific sport. And they're in charge of, you know, the lifting aspect of it, speed, agility, conditioning, plyometrics, all of the above. So they're creating a comprehensive program. But like I said, some of our CAs are going to move into one of our GA positions. Others, their time at Kentucky might be done. So our goal is to make sure that we've equipped them with the knowledge and skills that they need. And then we're launching them into their next position. That might be another internship. That might be a GA spot at another school, or maybe they're ready for a full-time position. But we're doing everything that we can to get them to that next step in their career. But going back to what I just said, if our CA is doing well and we want them to move into uh, our GA role, that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about next. So after a year of being a summer intern and a coaching assistant where they are shadowing the GA that they're going to be replace, replacing, they're going to be in charge. They're going to be the primary strength coach for two to four teams. So our full-time strength staff does provide some supervision for them, but essentially they're in charge. They're in charge of setting up meetings with athletic trainers and dietitians, communicating with sport coaches. They're obviously the one programming for their teams, 
And we are trying to treat them just like a full-time strength coach, which is the only difference is that they get paid via stipend and their tuition is covered, which leads me back to one of the points I made originally is that I do think that our system is awesome. And I'm going to give you an example, and I'm going to use Connor Gibson, a.k.a. Gibby, as the example. And I'm going to talk through Gibby's career here at Kentucky thus far so you can better understand our developmental system. So Gibby, he was a summer intern with us. He did a great job. He learned the nuts and bolts of our program here. He learned how to be a great Kentucky strength and conditioning coach during that time. So he did a good job as a summer intern. So we offered him a CA spot and his role in his first year as a CA, he was my right-hand man. He was working with volleyball and women's basketball primarily. He also assisted with a few other sports, but during that time he learned a lot. He got experience coaching on the floor. He was able to lead warmups. He was in charge of the catapult system that our women's basketball team uses. He even had the opportunity to travel with our women's basketball team a couple of times. And then after his first year as a CA, he had done such a good job for us that we wanted him to stay on staff and eventually take over one of our GA positions. So the current GA at the time was Emily Guyman. So in Gibby's second year as a CA, he started shadowing Guyman and her teams, which at the time were men's golf, women's golf, and dive. And he also assisted with other teams on top of that. So the next step in that, in early January 2022, Guyman was offered and accepted a full-time job at Arkansas, which you guys know because Guyman has been on this podcast before. But Gibby was able to step into her role as a GA with very few hiccups. And the reason that was the case is because of how our developmental system is set up. So let's recap that breakdown again. Year one, year one, Gibby was with us, summer intern, first year as a CA. He was learning how to be a coach. He was learning how to lead himself. He didn't have to worry about school and going to class and writing papers or even writing programs for multiple teams. All he was doing was worrying about working on himself and him developing into a solid strength and conditioning coach. Year two, we offered him the GA route. So he was shadowing Guyman, the strength coach he was going to be replacing. He started developing relationships and trust with amongst the student athletes, athletic trainers, and sport coaches. But once again, he wasn't worried about classes. He was still working on himself while developing those relationships. Year three, right before year three started, Guyman left. He was able to step into that role. In August, he started classes. He started getting his formal education. He was programming for the teams he was in charge of, in charge of, and we started treating him like a full-time strength coach. And I'm able to treat him that way because, and have that trust in him because of everything that we did the first two years. We laid the foundation of everything that he needed to have established before throwing too much on his plate. And this is where a typical GA position goes terribly wrong. For example, this is a scenario I often see. You get a young strength coach, an inspiring strength coach. That person gets their undergraduate degree and they get their certification. They do a six to 12 month internship where the curriculum is less than to be desired. So it's a lot of setup, cleanup, observation, not a lot of intentional development. But that person does a good job. They start networking the strength coaches that they were working with. 
know another university that is looking for a GA position. They apply and they get it. Awesome. Whoopee. Once that strength coach, that young strength coach gets on that campus, more than likely they're going to be thrown three to five teams that they're going to be in charge of. So that person is a young strength coach that has very little experience is trying to program for those three to five teams. More often than not, they have no idea what the previous GA was doing or what the vision was for the strength conditioning program. So they're programming a ton. It's a lot of on the floor coaching. They're meeting with sport coaches, trying to communicate with athletic trainers and dietitians. On top of it, they're probably assisting with other teams as well, trying to develop you know, a relationship and trust amongst their student athletes. And oh yeah, they gotta go to classes. They got homework. They got papers to write. This, with the plan being that they're trying to graduate in a year and a half in a very short time. My point being, this isn't developing. This isn't learning. This is trying your best just to survive. This is you trying to keep your nose above water and not drown. This is why I think our program is superior. I also believe that the way we have things set up should be a blueprint and tied to how a young strength coach completes their master's degree and certification requirement requirements. And those are my thoughts for today. The feedback I've received in the past is that our system takes too long, where a person is in our program for three, maybe four years. And for some people, that seems like a lot of time or too much time spent learning their craft and learning how to perfect being a, a great strength and conditioning coach. And it might be, but it does work very well for us because I know when our strength coaches leave Kentucky, they're ready to make an impact in this profession and they are fully prepared to handle the role of a full-time strength coach position. It also gives our teams, our student athletes, our coaches, a ton of consistency. Our student athletes have a familiar face that's gonna be working with them in the weight room for three, maybe four years, instead of a year and a half. Now there are some adjustments that are made to their program as a new CA takes over a GA role, but we're all following the same training philosophy. So the adjustments that are made usually have a minimal impact on the day-to-day -day stuff. But that is, those are my thoughts for you today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Like always, always feel free to reach out to us via email at ukstrength at uky.edu. If you've got any questions or feedback for us, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks for listening and go Cats.